calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Visionaries, episode three, choosing sides. In the early morning, three boats line up on the shore. The first blood lead patrolman and other first blood guards arrive to intervene. The first boat has men with a single ring green eyes. General Marion of the Green Veins stands at the front of his boat. His slender bill doesn't scream general. However, his piercing gaze tells another story. It reads determination and dedication to his beliefs. Five green vein guards stand behind him. The second boat has men with a single ring orange eyes. General Lokin of the Sun Warriors stands at the front of his boat. Lokin's physique indicates he's a balanced warrior, both strength and speed. He takes a sip from his canteen, then passes it down to his men. Three Sun Warrior guards stand behind him. The third boat has one man with a single ring gray eyes. This is General Price of the Greyborns. Price stands tall, firmly holding his spear, matching his towering height. The lead patrolman goes straight to Greyborn's boat. Where are your men? Not here. I can see that. The Archseer invited you plus three guards. Why are they not here? They didn't care to see the Archseer, and I didn't feel the need to drag him here for protection. Still don't. The lead patrolman walks past the Sun Warrior's boat and goes straight for the Green Vein's boat. You were allowed three guards. I trust this city as much as it trusts me. Pick two to stay. Then we all stay. Oh, let him go with his guards. They won't take down Burning Candle because of two more men. No one asked you, Sun Warrior. It's General. And I am telling you, Patrolman. The other Sun Warriors place their hands on their daggers, ready to fight for their leader. Guards, escort these men to the Blood Tower. Inside the conference hall, 
Radon pours wine for Metz of the first blood. Metz carries the single ring red eyes. A band wraps around his head with an eye made of gold at the center of his forehead. The band is the symbol for his status, the archseer's third eye. How is weeping soil? Did you get what you need? Yes. And? It'll help preserve the light, even after the transplant. Good. So we can move on to phase two. On your orders. Lore had a vision. He saw a war taking place three years from now. And someone else as the multi-eye beholder. Did he see who? He couldn't get a clear sight of him. So it could be you. Apparently, this beholder will lead the war against me. And visionaries will follow. I can go to war against people in my own city. The beholder can be from another city. I hate not knowing. We should draw the eyes out. Make every city report any above-average visionary. That means explaining that a beholder will exist. And might exist outside of Burning Candle. Our bloodline wouldn't matter anymore. You believe, Lore? I can't take the chance of not looking into his vision. Then you'll need stronger eyes to keep the mantle. I need visionaries alive to give you that. Do whatever it takes. Get it done discreetly. Grayson enters his room, pulling on Saya's arm. Just give me a second to explain. I trusted you. I had no choice. My brother threatened to hurt you. Hurt me? For what? He knew about the rebellion. He knows about us. He used that to make me give him Udo's name. You expect me to believe that? I tell you about the rebellion, which you wanted to prevent, and suddenly Udo is about to get executed? He won't get executed. He's chained on the post. The trial's in a couple of hours. I'll get him off. How? Just trust me. Please? Fine. There's something I need you to do. What? You have to be an outside slave again. What? Distance yourself from me and my brother. Just until you fall off of his radar. This rebellion only works if me or Udo is on the inside. I'm on the inside. You have to trust me. I don't. Not with this. I'm not asking, Saya. I already changed your assignment. <laughs> you what? I had no choice. It's for your own safety. Udo was right. At the end of the day, you'll always be my master. The generals sit at the glass table in the conference room. Grand Herald, Lord of the Truth Seekers. Merrin, General of the Green Vein. Loken, General of the Sun Warriors. And Price, General of the Greyborns. Two guards stand behind each general, except for Price Greyborn. Maybe you can help us settle a bet, Greyborn. Which is the best city? 
You're the only one that has to pass through each one just to get here. That's inappropriate. Relax, old man. You don't have to suck up to the Archseer. At least wait until he gets here. I'm second to the Archseer, ranking me higher than you. Do not call me old man. I guess they don't teach ranking in weeping soil. Or morals. We teach our people how to make their city thrive. We don't have starving citizens, diseases, or trash from the other side. I judge a city by its character. We are honest people. Your people, however... You're a lone Greyborn. And you only have two guards. I'd say we're about even. The Lord jumps out of his seat. Lokin and Marin follow. Price reluctantly rises last. Please, generals, sit. Wine! The slave boy runs into the room with a bottle of wine. Give it to me. Friends. Radon pours for lore. Our bond needs to be stronger than ever. Radon pours for Loken. We need trust. Radon pours for Marin. We need to forget our past. Radon pours for Price. For a common goal. Survival. The Grand Herald saw a war coming three years from now. He saw a combat aircraft raining bullets on our people. A plane? How is that possible? It came from the other side. There are still survivors? More than just a group of survivors. They are an army. I saw them destroy the Blood Tower in seconds. Of course they did. Swords and spears can't compete with modern warfare. It's their modern weapons that started the spores epidemic. And we're next on their war path. Why not create weapons to protect us? The past generals of my city had slaves that were scientists and soldiers. We learned a lot about the weapons they used during World War III. Archseer, what General Marin is suggesting would be a mistake. We lasted this long because we banned all types of technology on Vision Rock. That's been our custom since the Great Diviner. It would be a shame to break that because of dead eyes. Then how do we match their missiles? And that's the easy one. What if they plan to use chemical warfare against us? We will use our eyes. None of our eyes can stop the spores plague. So your genius idea is to follow the dead eyes' footsteps? Fight chemical with chemical? And more than likely infect vision rock with spores too? I'm saying we are the evolved race, living like the dead eyes did in the 1800s. We won't make the same mistakes they made with technology. All we need to do is strike first. Archseer, the war won't happen for another three Strike years. Strike how? We go to them instead of waiting for them to come to us. We don't know what's out there. And they don't know we're coming. That's enough. We can't wait for whatever's out there to come here. And we can't abandon our way of life. I agree with Lore. It's worth investigating. We all should go out there. And what do we get for going out there, Archseer? Your life isn't enough, Price? Resources for my people to live would be nice. Greystone suffers more than any other city. This is about the dead-eye remainders across the sea, not our cities. You just said forget each other's past. Helping Greystone would be a great way to start. Run it by Metz. He oversees supplies. I've spoken to your third eye before. Twice, actually. 
Nothing happened. Try again. Price and Radon stare at each other. General Loken pours Price some wine in hopes to ease the tension. Do we have to decide now? You have until tomorrow. Radon stands. Every general follows as respect. Generals. Grayson lays on his bed and tosses a seat berry into his mouth. He chews, and a puff of smoke comes out. Jarno opens the door. Slave Ira guides him inside. Ira, wait outside for me. Ira bows her head and exits. You just saw Lexi overdose on those berries, and you continue to eat them. <clears throat> I didn't know you were coming here. I don't know what else to do with you. Getting high, involved with a slave, disrupting the eternal sleep ceremony, everything you're not supposed to do. What happened at the ceremony wasn't my fault. And I told Saya that she won't serve in the tower anymore. For the family or for her? The family. She will stay in the tower to serve Athenia. Why? Why not? Are you hiding something? Is this you or Radon? It was the slave's idea. She went and begged Athenia herself. And since you won't work her for information, Athenia is up for the task. Makes you happy, doesn't it? You always considered Athenia more family than me. She doesn't make poor choices that cost the family. I didn't get these eyes by choice, and that's what all of this is really about. How long do you plan on using that as a weakness? You still treat it like one? You hate me because of it. You made me kill Lexi's baby. I'm not the Artseer, Grace. You could have stopped him. I was too busy preventing your brother from locking you up. Because of the ceremony? The wrong log burn. I'm not talking about the log, Grace. Every time you bring up Jackson's death, you make people think Radon was behind it. Was he? How can you ask that? How could he force me to kill Lexi's baby? We all had to do things we didn't want to do in order to contribute to this family. What did my family ever do for me? Kept you alive! You should be on your knees, kissing my feet for that. Not crying that life isn't fair. I thank Jackson for that. Jackson wasn't the archseer. It was my order to break the law for you. Based off of Jackson's request. And the only reason you went with it was because Lore had a vision of Jackson becoming the multi-eye beholder. It doesn't matter why I did it. You are standing here because of it. You expect to be called father of the century for keeping your son alive? Ira! I've carried you on my shoulders for too long. You're on your own now. Inside Radon's bedroom, two slaves hold the archseer's mantle. Radon's eyes glow. Each spoke catches on fire, one by one. The slave boys put the heavy mantle on his back. Grayson stands by the doorway. You're so weak. You let that slave girl control you. This isn't about her. It's about you preventing bloodshed. Show the people you have mercy. Oh, I am showing mercy. I'm not killing every slave. Just him. Killing him will spark the rebellion. 
They won't stand down. And If they rebel, we will win. And some visionaries will die in the process. I know what I'm doing, Grace. You're overdoing everything because you're the archseer by default. Leave. The slave boys run out of the room. The last one shuts the door. I didn't mean it like that. How did you mean it? I meant that's how Vision Rock sees you. I want to change that way of thinking. That's what's best for Vision Rock. You mean your dead-eyed friends. You know, the day is gonna come when you're gonna have to choose a side. The dead-eyes like me as much as the visionaries. And you'll still have to choose. I choose visionaries. I'm doing it now, with my advice. I need your advice? A lot of people want you to fail. They want the family to fail. It's been like that since the first Archseer. This is different. I'm a dead-eye visionary allowed to live because of our father, and you were given the multi-ring eyes from our father. You don't think that bothers the other visionaries? Being a ruthless Archseer is something they already know, and given how you got there, it won't work. They'll still look at you the same. Change the narrative. Radon the Merciful is better than Radon the Borrower. You think they'll give me that name? Yes. Spare Udo. Prevent the rebellion. Bull snatches the bag from Udo's head. Udo squints at the sunlight. He looks at the entire city watching him. All dead-eyes slaves and all visionaries. Radon stands on a podium above and in front of Udo. Grayson stands next to him. Slave Udo! You are charged with treason for plotting to rebel against Burning Candle. This is not a trial. It is a sentencing. Before I determine that sentence, do you admit to the crime? I do. I respect your honesty, and I'll show you mercy. You will serve the rest of your days working in vision flame. Is there anything you would like to say before you're stationed? Yes. Do you admit to your crimes? Enslaving humans, raping humans, abusing humans, killing humans. Bull, hand my brother your sword. No, my brother will rekindle the burning candle. He will kill the dead-eyed slave that wants to put an end to us as a people. Ash to flame! Flame to ash! Grayson walks up to Udo carrying Bull's long sword over his shoulder. Look at that. I made them accept you now. Can't play both sides anymore. My brother knew about the rebellion. He has someone talking in slave's camp. I know it sounds like a stretch, but I believe you. Saya is going to need you now, more than ever. Grayson brings the sword back. Udo shuts his eyes. 
Then, he drops it to the ground. Radon whispers in Bull's ear. Bull walks up to Grayson and picks up his sword. Then his single ring red eyes flash, activating his ability. The single ring red eyes attack the target's mind by placing the victim on vision plane a place that replicates the user's current location. However, in Vision Plane, everything appears to be shaded in red. What feels like minutes on Vision Plane is actually seconds in the real world. Bull raises his sword and chops off Grayson's right hand. Grayson screams, but no sound comes out. In the real world, the light in Bull's eyes dies out. Grayson drops to the floor and passes out. Thank you for listening to Visionaries Audio Drama. If you like what you hear, kindly subscribe to us on visionariesaudiodrama.com. You can also follow us on social media for any updates. Ash to Flame. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.